Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. So let's continue with our series, Miracles. And we're on the fifth week of the series. And yung miracles, sinabi natin from the book of John, if you've been attending for the past weeks, these are about signs. But when we talk about Jesus' signs, and here's how John wrote the whole book of the, I mean, that book in the Bible, John, and John the Beloved, the author of it, he, he had written it, he had, had placed signs, and one reason is for us to believe. For those who will see, read, and even encounter those signs, the main objective is to believe, and that is in John chapter 20, verse 31. And uh, I've, been, I've been reading that for the past uh, Sundays already, that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and in believing, you might have life through His name. And for this afternoon, we'll be talking about a sign. It's something supernatural, but something that's also unexpected. Some, a sign that they needed the most. Diba minsan, Lord, kailangan ko ng sign. Yung tipong kailangan na kailangan mo. Yung tipong, Lord, pag nakita ko tong sign na to, um, feeling ko aayos yung buhay ko. Lord, kung mangyari tong miracle na to, ito yung pinakakinahan ko right at this very moment. It can be a financial miracle. It can be a relational miracle. It can be something that has, a, has something to do with your loved ones or your families. And this sign or this miracle is just right on point right on the spot, and it has a clear message. And that is what we'll be talking about this afternoon. So if you have your Bible, open it with me. John chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. And let me invite everyone to stand as we read God's Word this afternoon. John chapter 16, sorry, chapter 6, verses 16 to 21. Let me read. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea to Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet come to them. The sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing. When they had rowed about three or four miles, they saw Jesus walking on the sea and coming near the boat, and they were frightened. But he said to them, It is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, and immediately, can you say immediately? The boat was at the land to which they were going. Lord, I thank you for the word today. I pray that it will be your words and not mine. Holy Spirit, have your way. Go ahead of us. Lord, mangusap ka. Mangusap ka sa bawat tao na nandito. Salamat, Lord, sa presensya mo. Salamat, Lord, sa salta mo. Salamat, Lord, na bawat salita na masasambit ngayong hapon na ito, Lord, magiging isang buto na lalago at Ikaw, Lord, na magpapalago. Thank you, Lord, for this time. Again, we give you all glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. You can all be seated. Maraming, maraming, maraming salamat po. So again, we're talking about sign or signs. So how about a supernatural sign? So one of a kind. Alright? But the question is, what does the sign tell us about Jesus? If this is a supernatural sign, and we'll find out later, in fact, 
nabasa na po natin kanina, na Jesus walking on water, I think that is supernatural, isn't it? Do you know someone who have walked on water already? Someone who struggled, or someone who's not struggled, past tense, eh? No, kung makapast tense, akala mo, yun na. <laughs> Let me rephrase that. Someone who, who still struggle with, with swimming, di ba? How I wish I could just walk on water and just finish the track, right? But Jesus have defied physics. He walked on water. In fact, there's a research. If someone can walk on water, at least that person needs to run at least, or run, not walk, needs to run at least 80 kilometers per hour. That's absurd, right? Para sa isang tao na makatakbo ng 80 kilometers per hour. And, and that's science. That's physics. But yet Jesus did not run. He walked, I think, calmly knowing a Jewish person describing someone who's walking in their culture, the someone very slow, calm, and all, and he walked on water. If that's a sign that's supernatural and unexpected, because miracles, those miracles are not something new to them. Someone who had, grown, who had grew in a Jewish background, they have heard that from the scriptures in the Old Testament. There were already accounts of healing from Elijah's time, from Elisha's time, how God provided manna in the desert. Right? So those miracles, I'm not saying they're not supernatural. I'm not saying they're not spectacular. Pero sabihin ko lang po na reality sa isang hudyo na nakarinig ng, o nakakita, o nakarinig ng mga miraculong naranasan nila at narinig nila, alam ko na it's not something new to them because of what happened in the Old Testament. But this one, Jesus walking on water, that is something unexpected. Because even the Israelites, they were not able to walk on water. Yes, that was a miracle when God parted the Red Sea. They walked, but there was no water because God parted the Red Sea. Also, they were able to cross the Jordan River when they were about to take the Promised Land with the leadership of Joshua. Another miracle happened. And what was that miracle? They crossed the Jordan River, similar to crossing the Red Sea of God's people. But someone to walk on water, that's something supernatural in there, definitely. Something unexpected. Something new to them. And again, what does the sign tell us about Jesus? Or plainly, what is this sign? Let me start with this. The sign came as a supernatural help to the disciples. And I guess that's consistent with the nature of the miracles or the signs that we've been talking for the past weeks, isn't it? Right? Tama po ba na kada miraculo, kada magandang ginawa at makapangyariang ginawa ng ating Panginoon, makikita po natin na meron siyang need na ina-address. Meron siyang tinutulungan. And that's my prayer for each of us here. That we will receive miracles for this year. That you will receive your miracle. That miracle that you need that miracle that you needed the most right at this season of your life, right at this very year of your life. It can be a financial miracle. Again, it can be a relational miracle. It can be something with your health, with, your, with some sickness and all. My prayer is that we will receive that miracle this year, at this season of our lives. And again, that supernatural miracle will be a divine help coming from God alone. And going back specifically for this miracle or this sign, Again, this is like what I mentioned, they were not ready for it. Hindi sila handa. Kailangan nila 
Pero hindi sila handa. They were not ready for it. And also, as I mentioned, they were not expecting it. They were not ready for it. And they were not expecting it. So let's go to the story. Again, that sign, that miracle, they're not ready. They're not expecting. From verse 15. Perceiving that they were about to come and take him by force to make him king, Jesus withdrew again to the mountain by himself. When evening came, his disciples went down to the sea, got into a boat, and started across the sea of Capernaum. It was now dark, and Jesus had not yet to come. Let me just paint the, the situation here. They were alone. Again, we attended last week, or I did not attend, but you guys attended, so I, I cannot say we attended. <laughs> Sorry, I'm too conscious. Uh, um, Feeding of 5,000, right? And peding pahapon na, kasi worry na si Jesus, anong kakainin, uh, worry na yung mga tao, anong kakainin nila. And Jesus, in, in cons- of course, his compassion, knowing who he is, his concern as well. That's why he fed the 5,000. That, that happened on the same day. And on the same night, he withdrew himself. Verse 15. Right? Kasi parang ang ine-expect nila, darat yung, yung Messiah, uh, uh, not Messiah, but the, a prophet, a teacher, a rabbi, a prophet, nagtuturo at nagpapakain. Di ba? Kayo, if you're a student, that's jackpot already. Yung teacher mo nanlilibre. Di ba? If you're working for someone and, and your boss di ba, would, like, would love to treat you some, some refreshments and meal, that would be amazing. And exactly what happened there. They listened to Jesus' teaching. He was ministering at the, end of it, at the end of the day in a remote area. Then they were fed by Jesus. And again, a miracle feeding the 5,000. So, sabi nila, oh, there's, there's a prophet is about to come. We'll read that later. And then he withdrew. So the situation, they were all alone. They were not with Jesus because Jesus went into a solitary place. So, sabi ni Jesus, kita tayo sa kabilang side. Let's see each other on the other side. That's another account I'm referring to from the Gospels. You getting the story here? Same day. I'm saying that because we will not be able to understand or at least perceive this sign without referring to the previous sign, which is the feeding of the 5,000. Kasi isang araw lang siya nangyari. Verse 18, the sea became rough because a strong wind was blowing when they had rowed about three or four miles. They saw Jesus. Here's the sign or the miracle. They saw Jesus walking in the sea and coming near to the boat and they were frightened. So looking here from the feeding of the 5,000 to the Jesus walking on water, but there are two situations here. Let me put a description right now. There is a danger. In fact, those two dangers, if you will, of the situation. First one, he fed 5,000. Of course, he was compassionate, but because those people are in danger. Walang 7-Eleven mga panahon na yun? Walang mini-stop na bago na yung pangalan? Iba na yung branding nila? Panapansin niyo po? Um, walang pwedeng bilan ng fishball o kwek-kwek? Pag nagutom ka? Favorite na merienda ko po yun. Nagkatrabaho pa ako sa bandang Ayala. Walang squid ball. They were in the desert. In fact, other accounts will tell us they're in a remote place. And that's a 
dangerous situation. They were following Jesus because the original story was they went to a solitary place, so some were remote because marami nang umahabol kay Jesus. And now still, people followed him into that remote place, no access to food. That's why sabi na, eh, paano to? Limang libo. And not to count women and children. There's a lot of people and we don't have anything to feed them. We don't even know kung merong dalang pagkain yun. Kaya that miracle is not just for provide, it's not just for providing, but in fact, they were in danger to be starving the whole night because again, you can find food in the wilderness. It's a picture. And now another danger. What's that danger? There's a huge storm, not with the multitudes, but with the disciples themselves. Both situations addressed and met by Jesus' sign, by Jesus' miracle. And some well-meaning people or maybe some commentaries will say, they were fishermen. They're used to waves. Made me think, if your life is in danger, nothing is normal. Ako lang yun. So we cannot say that they're used to that. Yes, they were fishermen, but every single night is not a night of having storms. Every night is not a night where your life would be in danger. So I'm saying that night is unique because their lives is in danger. And when your life is in danger, nothing is normal. Nothing. Nothing is in normal. But yet, Jesus came and showed that miracle of walking on water. And Again, the question is, bakit, bakit sa dami, dami ng miracles ni Jesus, bakit sinama niya tong walking on water? In the Bible, there were roughly around 40 or more miracles recorded in all three synoptic gospels, that Matt, that's Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and of course, the gospel of John. There were around 40. John included seven to eight signs slash miracles. Why? walking on water is included from John. John's account of the gospel. It's clear, this is for his disciples. This sign, this miracle, this is for his disciples. Tapos na sa multitude. Tapos na sa limang libo. Tapos na sa mga lima o maybe sampung libong tao kasi hindi pa binindang yung bata at babae for 5,000 and more, for the multitudes, the crowds that were following Jesus. But this miracle, this is for his disciples. And also one thing, I think, as I observe and read the scripture or this account, sino you like clarity sa mga bagay-bagay po sa buhay niyo. If you're dating, you, you like clarity, right? You need clarity. Mag-asawa, ano ba talagang klaro na pupuntahan natin? Negosyo, trabaho, lahat. Kailangan malinaw. And same is true for Jesus, I think. This is to make things clear. Not to the crowds yet. To his disciples. About on who he really is. To make things clear. 
Because here, balik tayo, sabi ko, hindi tayo makakapunta di, di natin masyadong makikita yung walk on water, the significance of that going through the feeding of the 5,000. Again, going back to the story, Jesus fed the 5,000 and yet, sabi ng mga tao, he is a prophet and let me read that account. When the, the people saw the sign that he had done, they said, this is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. And prophet, not savior, not messiah, but a prophet. And someone who is Jewish, someone who is isang Hudyo, of course, they will, they will be thinking of people like what? They were referring to Moses. They were referring to Elijah. Those two great prophets. And the feeding of 5,000 is not something new to them. In fact, Elijah, Elijah's protege, did the same thing. Not with 5,000 people, but with 100 people. 2 Kings chapter 42 to 40, chapter 4, 42 to 44. A man came from Baal Shalilisha, bringing the man of God bread of the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley and fresh ears of grain in his sack. And Elijah said, give them, give to the men that they may eat. It means a good servant. But his servant said, how can I set this before a hundred men? Kulang, di ba? So he repeated, give them to the men that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left. So he set it before them and they ate and had some left according to the word of the Lord. So this is my point a while ago. This was my point. That this is not something new. They knew it already. They are familiar with those kind of miracles and signs already. And, and the people experienced that and they referred to Jesus as the prophet. But Jesus had to make it clear first to his disciples that's why he walked on water and he went inside the boat and they arrived at their destination. But also right after that, I'm moving ahead of myself, if you're going to read further in the same chapter, Jesus made, the, again, the clarification the people need to hear. And that is in John chapter 6, verse 35 to 36. Jesus said that I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me shall not hunger, and whoever believes in me shall never thirst. But I said to you that you have seen me, and yet do not believe. Nakita na na si Jesus, nakita na na lahat ng ginawa ng ating Panginoon, lahat ng mirakulo, makapangyarihan, gawa ng ating Panginoon, pero hindi sila naniwala. And that's why, again, John ha had to make another book, the account of the gospel, for the same reason, for the very same reason. Ano po iyon? So that you may believe. That you will believe. Again, Jesus had to make that clarity, that clarification. In fact, pagdating nila dun sa shore, hinahanap siya ng mga tao, asan na si Jesus? Asan na si Jesus? And sabi ni Jesus, eh, hinahanap niyo ako kasi nabusog kayo eh. Nahanap, hinahanap niyo ako kasi yung mga pangkatawan na, pangkatawan na pangangailangan niyo, nakuha niyo sa akin. Pero kinorek ka agad ni Jesus, no, what I offer is more than your daily bread. Daily bread. That is what Jesus said. And now again, he made that statement that clarity on who he is, that he is the bread of life, that whoever comes to him will never go hungry and thirst. Of course, we can't blame those people, right? There's, they're hungry. And lahat ng unang pwede nang mapagkunan ng necessities nila, they will stick to it, right? Kung tayo siguro yung nandun, kung ako nandun, I might respond the same way. Eh, dito ako na bless eh. Dito ako na busog eh. Eh, lahat ng necessities ko sa buhay, 
Simula nung nag-attend ako ng church, parang umayos. May nagsabi na po ba sa inyo nun, pag naging kristyano ka, mawawala yung problema mo sa buhay? Meron po ba nagsabi sa inyo nun? Sino po rito na-realize na parang hindi totoo, no? <laughs> Nabudol ka ata. <laughs> Made me think as well. And here's a warning. Jesus is not just a necessity. I'm sorry to burst your bubble. Yes, I do understand. We come to Jesus. We pray to Jesus. And my prayer, that your prayers will be answered as well. But what if your prayers will not be answered this year? Would you still see him as your bread of life? As a living water? As we come to him, we will never go hungry and thirst. What if, and I'm praying that he will not, but what if, what if, Things go north. Things happen, and that's not what you're expecting to happen this year. Eh, paano kung merong isang pagsubok na dumating na hindi mo ina-expect? That will really challenge and shake your faith to the core. Will we still see Jesus as bread of life? What if there's so many things that we cannot explain in this human brain and knowledge that we have, but those things are reserved for the divine? What if? And that's why Jesus has to make it clear to his disciples. First, in the middle of the storm, and after the storm to the shore where the multitudes were following him, and saying, what I offer is more than the daily bread. What I offer is life. And this is life, like how we expect things that we perceive about life. Don't get me wrong. I'm praying for God's best for you, God's blessings for you, God's favor for you. But I'm not doing my part if I'm not going to say that Sometimes there will be some seasons in life that you have to go through some storms, some trials, physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually. Jesus is more than a necessity. Jesus is our life. Jesus only satisfies. And this is both ends even as we turn back to our as in, even as we turn our backs to our faith and go the other way as we pursue things outside what Christ teaches outside what Jesus teaches even as we pursue things out of this world i can tell you right now that those are still empty you will still find yourself with so much emptiness I'm not saying don't pursue your dreams. I'm not saying don't pursue promotions. I'm not saying don't pursue expansion of your business. I'm not, I'm not saying don't invest. I'm not saying believe God for great things. But even as we pursue things outside what Christ teaches, still and still, it will lead to emptiness. And even Solomon, man of wisdom, had said already that everything is meaningless. Everything is meaningless. Everything that's, that's under the sun is meaningless. 
he had Solomon knowing for his grandeur, like, like his wealth, his riches and all, still saying at the end of it all, everything is meaningless under the sun. If we want to find meaning, then we, know we need to go beyond the sun. And of course, that is referring to God. Even as we pursue religiosity, right? Flexing what we can do for God's kingdom. Our morality is really up here. I'm not saying don't pursue moral righteousness. I'm not saying that. That's not my message. Even we're passionate for God, what we do for Him, and serving Him and all. But if Christ or Jesus is not the center, again, it's still empty. Because there you will find yourself heavy burdened with religiosity. You will be exhausted with performance. Because you think if you've performed, then that's the time that you will get your value and worth. But we all know in God's kingdom, the currency is different. Iba ang pag-measure, iba ang pag-timbang. Kasi bago pa natin gawin lahat, meron ng judgment ng Panginoon. At ano yun? That you are valued and you are loved. Because Christ paid the price. Both empty without Jesus Christ in the center. Jesus is our life. Jesus only satisfies. And again, Jesus has to make it clear to the disciples. Yes, the sign was walking on water amidst the storm. But let me propose this and, and we'll end. The ultimate sign, not just his ability to walk on water, but in fact was Jesus' presence amid the storm. The ultimate sign is not just his ability to walk on water. But the sign, the miracle that the disciples need at that very moment is Jesus being with them in the middle of the storm. And maybe for some of us here, that, we, that is what we need to hear this afternoon. Ito yung kailangan nating marinig ngayong hapon na ito, na hindi ka nag-iisa. Maybe some of us here, meron kang pinagdadaanan na bagyo at unos. Parang, Lord, hindi na natapos itong bagyo at unos sa buhay kong to. It's, it feels like a cycle that you're going through and you always go back to the starting point on finding yourself having to go through that same cycle again. Guess what? Hindi ka nag-iisa. And maybe the miracle that you need to see right now, the miracle that you need to encounter right at this very moment is that Jesus is with you in the boat while going through that storm. Yes, it's not easy. Yes, it's hard. Yes, you're being challenged. Your faith is being shaken to the core. There is that verse already of you quitting and turning around your life, not following Jesus already. But let me again plead and not just pleading from, from an empty standpoint, but from the point of view that the God we serve is faithful and just and He will never leave you nor forsake you. And Jesus is willing to go with you amidst, amid the storm that you are facing today. Going back to the scripture, John chapter 6, verse 20 to 21. But he said to them, it is I, right in, the, right in the middle of the storm. Wow, his first words, it is I, do not be afraid. Then they were glad to take him into the boat, 
and immediately the boat was at land which they were going. Just one observation here. Napasin niyo rin po ba? There was no mention of Jesus calming the storm. No mention. In other accounts, yes, it was mentioned. But you have to understand, every author will write with purpose. Right? If you're writing, you know that. And John chose to omit that part. Not because he had forgotten it. Not because it did not happen. But I think he's making a point to us readers today. There was no mention of calming the storm. But he mentioned of something that we need more if we're going through the middle of the storm. Assuring us of Jesus' presence. It is I. Do not be afraid. Because sometimes, there's no other way for me to say this, but let me say it. Sometimes the storm will not be calm for you. Sometimes you have to go through that storm. It will be hard. It will be difficult. It's not going to be a beautiful, a beautiful picture for you and maybe your family. And how I wish that we will not go through those storms. But if you are going through that storm, yes, we pray that it will be calm and smooth for you. But maybe the greatest miracle or sign that we need at this point is not Jesus calming the storm, but you being assured and being reminded that you are not alone facing that storm. That He is with you. And He's saying, it is I. Do not be afraid. The same person who turned water into wine, who created something out of nothing, is the same person whispering to you right now, it is I. Do not be afraid. And that person is on the same boat with you. The person who heals the official son at a distance, at once. Malayo, pero sanabi niya, gagaling. That power and authority over sickness, the same person who's with you inside that boat. And he's saying, it is I. Do not be afraid. The same person who healed the invalid man for 38 years and yet that person suffering did not ask for it. Go ahead and check the account. He did not ask for it. He was sarcastic, I think. And yet, Jesus healed that man. And the person who fed 5,000, the person who can provide supernatural needs, the same person saying to you, it is I. Do not be afraid. And he's with you. Let me quote Charles Persian, a great author. He said, well, you cannot see him walking on the water unless you were on the water yourself. You cannot see Jesus Christ calming the storm unless there was a storm to be quieted. And if the wind did not blow, you cannot tell whether he could control it. Trial or storm is absolutely necessary in order to reveal to us some of the attributes of our gracious God. And that's my prayer for us this afternoon. As we go through different storms in life, testings, trials, my prayer is that we will see God for who He is. 
And this ended with this verse, verse 21, And immediately the boat was at the land to which they were going. Still, God placed them, God brought them to their destination. The journey was not ideal. The travel was not ideal. But Jesus brought them where they needed to be. To wrap it up, the presence of Jesus goes with us in the storm. He quiets our fears. And it's valid. Those fears are valid. But Jesus will quiet it. Jesus will calm it. And also at the same time, He will lead you. He will lead us to where we need to go. And that is the glory and honor of God. This has been the Victory Santa Rosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.